Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing, share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasatman. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadek. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, good morning, everybody. It is a uh, hardly sunny day out here in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm sure I'll get the weather report from uh, Naima Latif and Laura Lorman this morning because they're in Chicago. Um, very interesting. We had snow in, in, um, in Georgia. We left Illinois to get away from the snow. 
just saying. And we got it here anyway. Sometimes you just, you know, what you resist persists, I'm just going to say. So there's always a lesson. So today I have a very good friend of mine on the show. Her name is Laura Lorman. And um, she is um, quite the specialist. I call her Dr. Laura sometimes. When she came over to my house when I was living in Gray's Lake, I just I called her doctor because she's brilliant um, and how the body works. And um, Laura and I have been on a journey. And um, uh, the re well, let me back up. So Laura does muscle activation technique, which I will let her explain what that means. And she also does cranial sacral uh, therapy. And We've been on a journey together and helping uh, each other, right, with our health uh, concerns. Um, just because we're healers doesn't mean we're always healthy. It just means that we are looking at other ways to heal so we can help you. Uh, so, um, but uh, her dad got sick and um, it was quite a learning for both of us. And so we're going to talk today about why Laura chose uh, to um the path that she chose for muscle you know muscle activation technique we're going to talk about her father's journey um he's uh really doing well and we're so proud george if you're listening two thumbs up man um and and we're going to talk about how spirit works in such alignment with science, not all science, but this science. <laughs> so um, without further ado, I'm going to bring on uh, Laura Lorman, and I'm going to bring on our executive producer, Naima Latif. So. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning it is, yeah. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so. Science meets spirit. <laughs> you ask, we web at you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, before we, we don't have sunshine here yet this morning, by the way, because it's still dark. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just the sun is just now emerging, and it is cold. It's been cold for the last several days. So, yeah, you 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 did good to get away. Uh, um, Andrew made a snowman the other day. I'm not, so I don't know what we got away from. Maybe an extra 10 degrees. It's probably not as cold. It's 23 degrees right now. So we had 30. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we're, we made colder. Like, it's seven degrees no, it's colder. colder. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. This is such an exciting, uh, this is, you know, whenever I end a show, I go, oh, this is my best show, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Each one's the best one. Each one's the best one. <laughs> so first, you know, Laura, you're, are, are you still a professional athlete or? Uh, no, I mean, I still do a lot of, uh, I, I still participate in a lot of sports. I still snowboard and I, I don't wakeboard anymore, but I wake surf and I water ski um, for a show ski team up in Wisconsin and uh, I golf. So I like to stay very active and like my goal has always been to be able to keep myself doing the things I love. So that's kind of 
you know, that's how I got into the passion of what I do for work as well. So, so, so tell us, first of all, I would like a little background because Andrew always remembers exactly because it's so above my head. It's like, <laughs> kind of like how you are on the board, I think. <laughs> Share with people, I mean, because you, it's X Games, right? Like, uh, yeah, so I was in the 2005 X Games. So I wakeboarded for uh, professionally for eight years competing. We had a pro circuit. Um, so I traveled all around the country. Uh, I've been out of the country a couple times to compete as well. Um, I've been to, uh, I was in France and Australia to compete. Um, so I've had, uh, I've had some, some, you know, out of the country travel as well. Um, I actually show skied before I got into the wakeboarding, I show skied in Germany in a ski show over there. Um, so I've been water skiing and on the water all my life. Um, I grew up on a lake up in Wisconsin and, um, Oh, so wait, so you're part of, fish. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. correct. correct. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I grew up, uh, I was raised on a lake up in Wisconsin, um, got into water skiing when I was young, started show skiing on a local show ski team um, that was on the lake. Uh, and it was a blast. It was a family family affair. So my whole family was involved. My dad, um, my dad was a boat driver and actually he's back boat driving again for, for the team that I'm back on. So that's been fun. Um, and uh, yeah, so I started, that's kind of really how I got into, you know, more just the, than just the recreational skiing. Uh, when I turned 18, uh, my summer job in between going to college was I skied at Marine World out in California. So that was um, kind of like a SeaWorld show. Uh, Marine World was a, just a separate uh, separate place out in Vallejo, California. Damn so girlfriend. I show skied there. And Damn then girlfriend. when I graduated, I, can I, pull I up went your to Facebook Germany. page. I'm going to pull up your Facebook page to show okay. the skiing pictures. That's so cool. All right. <laughs> So keep going, keep going. So, so yeah, so I did some show skiing. Um, then I, when I graduated from college, um, I didn't want to get a real job. So then I decided that um, I was going to pursue professional wakeboarding. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I found a coach, started working with him and um, started competing. And yeah, so uh, it just was kind of a journey through there. It was a blast, um, had a ton of fun, um, but it does beat your body up a little bit. <laughs> So well, let's, uh, I'm going to show people how it beats up the body. Okay. okay. Um, give me a minute here. So check this out, peeps. Score. Wow. <laughs> so that's surfing. So that's wig surfing. That's a little easier on the body than the wakeboarding, but, um, uh, the wakeboarding, uh, you know, a lot of aerial tricks. So you catching edges and falling and whiplash, like whenever I've got gone to get therapy, they're like, have you ever, I'm like, the answer is probably yes. <laughs> just, just yes. Assume yes. Well, <laughs> probably. Can you explain uh, the difference for those who are water ignorant? Can you explain the difference between wakeboarding and surfing? Yes. So wakeboarding, you're actually attached to, uh, you're attached to the board and you're being towed by a boat. So you've got your feet, you're still standing. So your feet are in the bindings. Think like snowboarding. A lot of people know what snowboarding is. Not me either. So it's so a similar. Naima and similar, I are both in the second grade right now. It's, it's <laughs> all good. So you're standing, you're standing on the board and your feet are in bindings hooked in. And then the wake, the boat makes a wake, um, which is like, you know, like a ramp. And you use that 
that wake to do aerial tricks and flip and spin and get all crazy. So, yeah. So that's but, wakeboarding, uh, what we're looking at right here. That What you're looking at right there is wake surfing. Wake so surfing. We're, yeah. So you're still behind the boat, but you're pretty much just uh, without, you get up with a rope and then you can let go and you can actually surf the wave. Oh, okay. behind the boat so okay. your feet aren't attached but you're riding like a regular surfboard it's a smaller surfboard than you would on the ocean but it's like a it's shaped like a surfboard a smaller surfboard and then you can actually ride the wave without the rope and Ton so of your fun feet also. are hooked in there is that what you're saying in that picture no in this picture no you're not my feet are not hooked in whoa 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 <laughs> whoa hold so on surfing, so your feet, your feet are, are not hooked in there correct Crap, man. Wait, I want everybody to get a close up on this. So <laughs> it took us all out. Damn. Yeah, the board's out of the water there, but yeah, my feet are not hooked on. Okay. All right. <laughs> Looks like fun. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, crap. So. Okay, so we'll let it show. We'll, we'll, we'll get the people back in. So, um,. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, so a, a lot of fun. Um, I'm gonna but, get you know, and like I said, so the wakeboarding, um, you have a tendency to, when you're learning tricks, and even, you know, every once in a while and you make a little bit of a mistake, um, you can easily catch an edge of the board, which can then slap you into the water, which can sometimes feel like concrete. So, uh, you know, water's not always that soft. So um, it took a, it is much fun as it was. That's wakeboarding. So what you're seeing there is actually wakeboarding, but I'm wakeboarding with my niece. So that's my, uh, that's my niece that I'm on the water with. So um, I still, I'll still do stuff like that. I'll take my nieces and nephews out, but <laughs> I don't get all crazy and do flips. So, wow. yes. So, um, yeah, so and she's I just doing I had it too. some injuries. I mean, what was just, that? I mean, she's yeah. doing it too. Oh, she's a little river. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Wow. <laughs> so it's kind of a family thing. Like all of uh, all of my nieces and nephews, they do some kind of water sport. So they all either water ski or wakeboard or surf or, yeah. Because so that's why I got back into the skiing a few years back is because my sister's kids actually joined the water ski team. And she's like, come ski with us again. And I was like, no, no, no. And then the next thing you know, I'm skiing. And then I was show director of the team. <laughs> so, wow. You know, cool. Fun. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of, kind of a passion of mine. I love the water. I absolutely love the water. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great place to be. So. So, and mm, but, I'm pulling up some other photos here. So I keep on pulling in and out. You can tell us which one of the uh, girls are, which girl is you here? Uh, wait, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, I, I think it's important. I mean, here's the thing, Laura still, you know, you know, Laura got into um, muscle activation technique, um, you know, um, and cranial sacral therapy. Yeah, you know, because she needed help her own body. And look what she was doing, guys. I mean, okay, so where am I at? Oh, this is me right here. Which, which one? Uh, right, left? Right, right. Um, I am, I am uh, to the, like, if you're looking at the screen, I'm the, I'm the fourth girl from the right side. Fourth one, from two, the right. Three, okay. So yeah, your leg see. is up, I think. 
Yeah, you, yeah. all of your legs are up there, actually. Yep. Yeah. yeah, everybody's Oh, yeah, I the, see that, too. I got that. Their, so everybody's holding the rope with their ankle. Oh, I see. So the rope you're holding, like with a on a bar. Yep. So our arms are free. Yep. With the ankle. Wow. Yep. Oh. <laughs> okay. Water rocket. <laughs> yep, basically. Wait. That's exactly what we were. <laughs> uh, so, so I, and the reason I make, and we've got some comments here. <laughs> Andrew's so funny. He's surfer chick. <laughs> Naima, your face got covered up. Sorry, honey. <laughs> and then, um, and then we've got uh, Vieta, Grand Rising, beautiful queens. Love the photos. Yeah, Vieta, is this not so cool? He's a water person too. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like to me, like I'm like I'm standing out on the sidelines here, you know. <laughs> like, hey, we need the cheerleaders too. I mean, <laughs> I'll be your cheerleader for hey, sure. Hey, you'd be great behind the mic. That's what. My, well, my sister water skis too, but she actually was announcing for the team, and she's phenomenal at it. So. Oh. Yeah, I'll get behind the mic. Like she was on right? So because you have announcers for the show. Okay. <laughs> yep. We're, we're all there. So so here you are. You're doing all this stuff. What happens to your body? Because I want um, people to see the the level. And the reason I'm showing all this, I'm going to remove it now. But the reason I was showing all these pictures, not only because it's so exciting, right? And uh, you you hear Fagel in the background. She wants to come up. So. Yeah, I'm hearing that. Uh, you know, she's gonna keep hollering until you bring her on screen. You yeah, know I, I know. <laughs> Andrew's on it. He's working it. So, um, she's, so she's, uh, she's so excited. She's quivering. Andrew says, "Oh, she is." <laughs> okay, okay, okay. She's Auntie Laura. Hi, Regula. <laughs> Hi, Auntie Naima. Hi. <laughs> she's like, I just gotta be in the show. <laughs> Always, right? Center of attention. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like her sister Laura just saying on that ski. So, you know, but here's the thing. The reason, just hold on. You'll be your turn in a minute, okay? Please. Thank you. The reason, okay, so why, so what is it that you, first, she, okay, so we're just going to talk to her first. So she wants to say hello to you, Laura, and hello to you, Naima. Hi. She's so excited that you're telling your story and she can't wait. She says she can't, okay. She, she can't wait until you talk about your dad, but we're going to talk about Laura first and then we're going to talk about her dad, George. Okay. You want to hang on for the ride? All right. She says, thank you. All right. But we're going to do the quiet side right now. Okay, honey? Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so, so, all righty then. So, please? Please? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to grab the beak. <laughs> we're grabbing the beak. <laughs> like that stops the noise from coming out, right? Right, um, Okay, so... The reason I wanted everyone to see those pictures was not only because they're just so fabulous, um, but you do all these things in spite of the things that it did to your body. You found holistic ways 
to let the body heal itself. Oh, thank you, Doctor. Um, yeah, that was smart. Got a smart husband. So, um, found holistic ways to let the body heal itself. And as we're going to discuss later, not only did you did it like, you know, by touch, but then out. Do you want this or not? Okay. Um, but then you did it energetically, you know, now I'm an energy healer and I clear energy, but you did this like using your, your scientific training. Yeah. 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 So a little bit of background going back again is my mom used to do acupressure on us when we were young. So if we would get sick, she would use acupressure on us. Um, so she, you know, like we would get sick, she'd hold points on us all the time. So, um, I was kind of introduced to it at a young age. Um, so had that little bit of background on it. Um, when I was competing, um, you know, it, it, it did take a toll on you. You just, you were, you were sore a lot. You took falls, you know, you, like I said, there was a lot of whiplash, um, injuries, sometimes shoulder, back, you know, uh, knees. And, uh, so when I was down, uh, when I was down in Florida competing, you know, I would find, I would go for acupuncture and massage and, um, chiropractic, you know, those were the things I knew of back then. Um, and then, as it got further along, I was always looking for what else is there um, to help me. So I did have two ACL surgeries. Um, oh, I did not throughout. know that. Yeah, so I've had ACL surgery on both knees. So what one ACL surgery. Anti cruciate ligament. The anterior. The anterior. anterior thank you. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's behind. Uh, it's, it's, correct me if I'm wrong. It's behind the knee, but the surgery they go in the top because that's where I had mine too. Yeah. So they go, yeah, they go from the front side, like below and they go in cause it's the anterior, it, excuse me. And it goes into where your kneecap is or, or, yeah, or under like under that. Yeah. Under the kneecap, basically you, so the ligament, um, I, I fully ruptured my ligament. So a lot of times, you know, people will get a partial tear, but mine was a complete tear. Um, it's pr fairly common in, in the industry that I, you know, in the wakeboard industry, I, there's a lot of people that, you know, walk around with knee braces on and stuff. So, um, so I had, uh, you just scared that you'd be leaving GBs. You scared Naima. So first surgery, I, um, it might've been end of 2004. Five, I want to say some somewhere around there um, when I had ACL surgery and it might have even been a little yeah right around there probably and um, so you know I went through the surgery went through rehab um, I was back competing actually I was actually back competing I was on the water at five months which was pretty impressive and then um, and back competing at seven months. So um, that was, you know, it's it's a journey to get through that and everything. But then uh, after I was finished competing, um, I was still wakeboarding and I was, do, you know, I was doing, I was doing it for fun and, you know, like I would do some exhibitions and do some local stuff, but I wasn't um, competing anymore. And then I ruptured my other one, which mm. was kind of a bummer. 
But um, through this whole process, like I would have, you know, I'd have back pain or shoulder pain or neck pain and knee pain. And so I still wanted to do all the things that I love to do. You know, I was looking at other sports and doing other things, you know, the water skiing and the surfing. And uh, I started golfing and snowboarding and doing all that. But, you know, it's like I would have pain. So it was kind of my search to find how do I how do I fix myself? How do I make myself feel better without painkillers or going under the knife? Um, cause painkillers were never my thing. I never, I never really wanted to, uh, go down, go down that path. So, you know, I, like I said, I was into doing the massage and the chiropractic and stuff like that. I had Ralphing done. And then I, when I started working, uh, after I stopped competing, I, um, I have a four-year degree in exercise science. So I was like, okay, well, let's give the personal training path a try. So I started applying for jobs. Um, I got hired in Deerfield, Illinois. And um, uh, the my boss that at the time that hired me, his name was Ryan Croft. He actually, um, when I came in there, I was like, you know, I want to become a yoga instructor. I was all about like the stretching, stretching, stretching. And cause I did yoga regularly cause I was so tight. I had so, like, I had so much tightness in my body. So if I didn't do it at least once a day, I was just, I was miserable. So I had to stretch, you know, like really stretch every day. Well, he's the one that actually introduced me to the muscle activation technique. Um, cause we look at the body a little different. Um, not that stretching's bad or anything like that, but why do we stretch and it keeps tightening back up is what we kind of looked at. And um, so he was going through, he had had uh, MAT specialists that worked uh, underneath him at a different club. So he had known about this technique and he actually started going through the program himself. So I got to be his guinea pig. I told him I would stop doing yoga for a while and I would be his guinea pig. And so as he was going through the course, he started working on my body and I like, it was amazing how I felt after I would get off the table. So the philosophy of the muscle activation technique is that the tightness is there because your body's trying to stabilize and protect because there's a weakness. So there's an underlying weakness. You know, everybody talks about the tightness, but what they don't understand is that there is an underlying weakness. So the body is trying to stabilize the joint. So that's where the tightness comes into play. So if we can identify where the weakness is and get those muscles to fire and communicate with the, because it's really about the communication of that muscle with the brain. And if we can reconnect that, that connection between the muscle and the brain, then the tightness will go away on its own. It'll give you that range of motion back without trying to stretch it out, yeah, which will give you my, I'm going to pause here. I'm going to, I'm looking for my bod real quick because I want people to understand the connection to that in the bod. So keep okay. talking and I'll go get the okay. pod. Okay. Okay. Oh, Sounds it's right good. here behind the computer. Found it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no worries. Got to reconnect um, my brain. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, it, so I was fascinated by it and it was like, it was night and day difference how I would get off the table. Um, so after probably a year, it was a year of him going through and working on me. Um, I decided I was going to go through the program the following year. I'm like, I really, really enjoy this. I like, you know, I like training people in the gym as well, but this is like, I, I had pain and discomfort and I know a lot of people have pain and discomfort. So I was like, this is an, this is important. And it was kind of part of my path of like, okay, making myself feel better, but then also being able to help other people with pain and discomfort. Um, 
Um, so I uh, went through the course. It's a, it was a 10 month program um, and uh, started, you know, just I used my body as like to be able to practice on a little bit, you know, it's not really a self self technique, but you know, you, you make shift uh, when you're, uh, when you're, when you want to work on yourself, you know? So anyway, um, my body's just started feeling so much better. Um, one really cool story is, so I had, uh, at that point I had had ACL surgery on my, um, on my left knee. I was had been five years since my ACL surgery and I was going through the course and I'm sitting on the table and the instructor looks at me and he goes, has anybody worked on your knee extension? Um, and I said, no, like specifically straightening my knee. Um, because after the surgery I had gotten to zero, but they call what women have as hyperextension. You've probably heard that in their knees. So where if you straighten your knee, if you're sitting on the floor and you straighten your knee, my right foot would come about probably a little over an inch off the floor, the heel, right? Oh. But my left one was at zero, but the doctor told me he didn't want me to get that range back. Okay. <laughs> Cause he said, he said zero is fine because women have hyperextension. They're more likely to rupture an ACL again. So that's what he, he was kind of blaming it on. Mm. Well, what I found out was if you don't get back to your natural range, your natural range is your natural range. I had a lot of pain going up and down stairs with that knee. Um, so went back to the MAT specialist that was, you know, at the club and I asked him to work on my knee extension. One session, my range motion came back almost even with my other leg wow. in one session. Yeah, so the, the knee really extensors wanted, in that I leg. To, I want to repeat that. One session. One now, session. I also want to tell you, she's not full of it because I've done MAT. <laughs> I did MAT yeah. before I met Laura. So, so one session. I mean, before. I'm not saying it, it, I like, I had, I had to work on it. still. there were things that I had to work on, but that knee extension was huge part of the piece of the puzzle. So we look at the body as a whole. So it's like, even if you're having knee pain, you're not just looking at the knee, you're looking at the hip, you're looking at the foot, you're looking at the back wow. because everything transfers, you know, so it's all connected. So if your back is off and moving in a funky way, it's going to throw off the way your hips are um, right. vice versa. If, if your feet are out of, out of tune, Every step you take that's transferring all the way up because you heard of pronation and supination in the feet. Pronation and supination doesn't just happen in the feet. That happens throughout the entire body. So we so have when you're not pronating, heard of those terms. Can you tell yeah, us? Yeah, can you, just, can you define? <clears throat> yep. So yeah, first so, one is pronation. So pronation and supination is like, is what most people refer to pronation as like, well, you know, when people like, when they over pronate, they think that the arches, the arches like collapsing, like so they say like your arches. has to do with the foot is that, let's start with that. That's where most people talk about pronation and supination is in the feet. Okay. So now, kind of it's related to pigeon toed or slew footed, which is the common term. You know, so, so I wouldn't say necessarily it has, I mean, it, it can be related, but if you think about it, I've heard people talk, like they say they're an over pronator where they're saying basically your arch is collapsing. So you, your knees are diving in. Flat footed. Me. Yeah. There you go. Flat footed. <laughs> so, okay. So let's it, just stick with the second grade term, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> right. okay, so so now, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Uh, 
when I walk, I'm I'm what they call not me. So is that uh, no, they would probably call you an overpronator. So if your knees are diving in, not need, you're they would say that you're overpronating. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's eight. Hold on, let's just say. So we have to take a commercial every half hour. Yeah. So what we're gonna do, people, if you're listening to this, we're gonna run a couple of commercials. Please come back. Don't leave us now. Because we're gonna learn about pronation. New word for me. Okay, flat foot. Um, and, um, and then if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel or like Susan Essentials on Facebook. I usually never ask. I'm going to, it's a new year for Yodi. Yodi's going to ask you to subscribe to her channel. Okay. You're going to have some good stuff. All right. So, um, commercial, that's what I'm doing. All right. There we go. Uh, Now I'm going to pipe in though. So I'm going to pipe in here real quick because if those, if the brain, is uh, ha- if there's some sort of interference between the interfusial muscle and the brain, right? Those foods are on the table. Um, I didn't, it wasn't intentional. We were filming and the idea was to kind of give people, not kind of, to give people an idea about what all these healthy foods look like. Some of- uh, energetically then, why do the words I love you create a different energy that is healing to a person who may have been too repressed emotionally to say it. So we're going to, we're going to talk, we let's talk about doing the scan, knowing exactly what part of the brain is overperforming and underperforming and what nutrient mm-hmm. will help heal the body, heal that part of the brain. They know the exact specific nutrient for that part of the brain that helps. Oh yeah, I guess it. Yeah. You, you, I think your phone connection is gone. So Okay. But you can run one of your commercials if you like. Hey, no, I'm going to run the ending. We're all good. Just here, I'll watch. All right. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Tucson Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. All right, so I'm going to play one other commercial. And I want you all to really listen up on this. This is a new e-commerce site called Quick. And you get paid when, when you buy something and you like it and you share it. Unlike Amazon, you're going to get paid when that other person buys it. So you're getting paid for your referrals. So we're just going to do that last one and um, maybe let me see if I can. (laughs) It's just one of those days. So I've been up since three o'clock this morning. So, you know, you get what you get today. I'm just telling you now. Here we go. All right. Welcome to Quick Click, where customers can buy, share, and earn. Meet Sam. Sam owns an e-commerce business that sells athletic shoes and running gear. 
Sam wants to increase her sales without increasing marketing spend. So she decides to list her products on QuickLick. On QuickLick, her loyal customers can get paid for sharing her products with their friends. Sam uploads her products to the marketplace, just like she would on Amazon or Shopify. Meet Laura. Laura is in the market for a new pair of shoes and comes across Sam's brand on the QuickLick marketplace. Laura is able to purchase the shoes and check out like she would on any other e-commerce site. After purchasing, Laura receives a unique QuickLink that she can share with friends to begin earning quick cash. Her friend Jessica opens Laura's QuickLink on her phone and purchases the pair of shoes. Because Jessica purchases using Laura's QuickLink, Laura receives quick cash in her account. After purchasing, Jessica can now share her own QuickLink and begin earning quick cash as well. But QuickLink is more than just your typical referral or affiliate platform. QuickLick rewards customers for sales they directly and indirectly influence. So, for every sale Jessica's new QuickLink makes, Laura will earn additional quick cash as well, making the potential for earning exponential. Laura and Jessica can transfer their quick cash balance to their bank account at any time, or can even use quick cash to make additional purchases in the app. Meanwhile, Sam can just watch as the sales roll in. Best of all, she doesn't have to worry about costs, since she is only spending marketing dollars when actual purchases are made. Start buying, sharing, and earning today at quickclick.com. All right. Oops. All right. We are back. So this, la this last commercial about Quick, I'll just say it's uh, in beta test. If you have products and you want to bring it onto the platform, um, we are in 80 different countries, 33 different patents, including um, a patent specifically for the payment system. So um, like how you get paid, not the merchant processing. So this is really cool. If you have questions, uh, give, give me a call, um, which I'll display my number on the screen. But right now, if you have a question for Laura as we go through this, um, call 515-605-9325. Is that right? Yeah, 9325. Press 1 to speak, and a little hand will go up on my dashboard. And we check that as often as we can. And so if you're calling in now and you're on hold, just press 1 if you have a question for Laura um, or myself or for Naima. And, uh, okay, so Laura, back to... Pronation and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So also, really what I was getting at is so pronation, most people talk about pronation and supination in the feet. Okay. So pronation is when the foot, everybody pronates and supinates. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. We have, that's, that's what our body needs to do. Some people will refer to as you're a pronator or you over pronate. So they're saying that your foot drops in too much. Like think of where the arches that it drops down to the floor too much here. And that would cause like your knees to dive in. Okay. Um, so what I'm saying is the feet, you have to think about that pronation and supination. It actually goes all the way up through. So as you pronate, your knee dives in, your hip turns out and it, it tracks all the way up to your neck. Okay. So everything is connected really at the end of the day. So if something's off in your foot, it will affect your knee. It'll affect your hip. It'll affect your back. It'll affect your shoulder. It affects everything up the chain. So that's really at the end of the day is what I'm trying to get at. 
the pronation, supination, great. If you know what the terms mean, if you don't, not a big deal. Just know that everything is from the toe all the way up to the top of the head is affected. It affects each other. So when one thing's not moving, so one, for instance, if, if you are limited in range of motion anywhere in the body, your body has to find another place to pick that motion up. That's right. Yeah. See, that's Sorry, exactly right. So, you know, um, most people, cause I don't really talk about this. Don't know. I was a gymnast for, um, oh. for, uh, well, I don't know, like 10 years. And so, um, I understand exactly what Laura's, you know, talking about in terms of the compensation. So if your body's not happy with, um, or can't, you know, if your, if your shoulder's not working, you know, actually, so I, I have a torn road two torn rotator cuffs. Technically they've healed through using frankincense, MAT chiropractic acupuncture or healthy foods. But the point is that I really had just one torn rotator cuff and then tore the other one because I was overcompensating, mm. right? Because the other one had to work twice as hard, three times as hard probably uh, to, um, to, you know, achieve what I needed to achieve at the time. So like that. Mm. Well, I have a question because my chiropractor told me that because I, you know, I, Tend to carry a heavy bag on one shoulder now my spine is crooked or my you know i, I don't know okay. if it's gonna be my hips but you know i'm basically i'm walking crooked so what happens over time if you've got that situation uh where you so so definitely like the longer you have a compensation going on you know it takes a little longer to fully correct that not that you won't see any changes or results in one session that's the cool thing about met is you will see the change, but it is trying to, you kind of have to reprogram those muscles to fire and connect. You're basically trying to raise the tolerance of all those muscles. So um, it's kind of almost reprogramming them. You know, you're raising what what kind of force those muscles can handle. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's all connected. So like, even if it's that shoulder, we'd look at your back, we'd look at your shoulder, we'd look at your hips and see how that was balanced out. You know, so because you got to look at all the pieces of the puzzle because it's ne it's never usually just one thing. And everybody asks, well, what comes first? Well, well it, it's that's really tough to say. It's really like layers of the onion you're peeling. You know, you got to figure out where the like, OK, so this is a piece of the puzzle. And then maybe the back is also a piece of the puzzle. And, you know, but it's like if I'm if I'm looking at the shoulder, I'm usually looking at the back and the neck as well. You know, so you got to look at kind of the whole the whole picture because I, I, I suffer with lower back pain every now and then I'll maybe move furniture or something it'll totally throw my back out mm -hmm. I mean, chiropractor treatment uh -huh. but, you know it's there's probably yeah. something that I think you said maybe a disc was slightly out of place so maybe yes yeah, called the subluxation of the disc so, so the and, and Sorry. Yeah. yeah so chiropractic is great too and it you know but what's awesome is the MAT actually works with chiropractic too because they're adjusting the muscle or the bones back in and then if the muscles aren't firing it's going to keep pulling it back out so if you get that adjustment and then you come in and you have the MAT done we can get the muscles to fire to help hold that adjustment if that makes sense. So it kind of can work hand in hand with chiropractic. Um, I definitely, I, I see uh, chiropractic. I, I do, there's different techniques that I use. So I definitely have had adjustments as well. And along with the MAT, sometimes the MAT works, sometimes I need the adjustment as well. Um, it depends, I guess, on, you know, like how, um, how out 
the adjustment is and stuff like that. So it's, it works, it works in combination for sure. Um, you know, a lot of people will ask, well, how long, like, it depends on the injury. Um, I always tell people, I always tell people, come see me once a week until we get your, whatever it is, your ailment under control. And then see me for maintenance after that, because you're going to keep using your body. Yeah. Um, you're going to keep using your body. You're going to have things. And why wait until it breaks down again? And then you're in pain and then you have to do this cycle all over again. Instead, come see me for maintenance. At least like I tell them, you know, every three to six weeks, depending on what, what their activity level is and how their body responds. I said, everybody, you're going to know your body the best. You, you figure out what is the best maintenance schedule for you, you know, and then you come in that regularly to keep that tune up. I have some people that come every two weeks. I have some people that come once a month, you know, so I have people that come every week. So it just depends on, you know, like, you know, it, it depends on their financials. It depends on their body. It depends on their activity level. It depends on a lot of things. So, um, so you know, I kind of how, how it, MAT works with the brain, right? Like, cause yep. the, what, you know, go ahead. I mean, cause, okay. I, cause then that's why you and I met because, um, Andrew, my husband, um, you were talking to him and uh -huh. about, um, about what you do and you wanted to learn about the bod. And when I understood really how MAT worked with the brain, that's when we realized how well it would work with the bod. Right. So MAT is... So I'm going to get a little sciencey here again. <laughs> so okay, there's, we'll stop there's, you if we don't get something. <laughs> there's so there are uh, different muscles, or there's different fibers in in a, like you've got your interfusal and extrafusal muscle fibers. Okay, think of the uh, extrafusal are the ones that move. They're moving the they're moving the they're the muscles that the fibers that move the arm. Okay. The intrafusal are the fibers that communicate with the brain. Intrafusal? Okay? Inter what? Intrafusal. Intrafusal. Intrafusal fibers of the muscle. Intrafusal fibers of so, the muscle that communicate with the brain. Okay. Correct. Okay. So those are the fibers that we're working with. We're working at reconnecting those fibers so that they're communicating with the brain properly. Because if your muscle isn't giving, if you guys aren't communicating, the muscle's not getting the signal. That's where the delay comes in. And that's where then the compensation comes in. Okay. So if you're not getting, if you go to move and you're, that muscle fiber is taking, there's a delay for it to get the signal, then it has to pull something else in to do the work. So we're basically re, we're trying to reconnect that signal from the muscle and it goes into all neurofeedback loops and all this stuff that even sometimes I get a little confused with, <laughs> but you know, it's, but it, you know, it's, there's like a whole feedback loop that happens between the, the muscle and the, and the brain. So it's basically that nervous system, like communicating and it happens in a split second, but, um, we're trying to basically eliminate as much of that, that lack of communication as possible throughout the muscle. And so the more that you can get muscles communicating and firing properly and getting that signal from the brain, the less compensation your body will have, the more range of motion, the, the more efficient it will work. So it's also phenomenal for athletes. Like even if you don't have a major issue, just as like, like people that are high level athletes, it will keep your muscles firing and, and to keep you at optimal performance. So that's now, really cool now too. I'm so, pipe in have to so I'm going to pipe in here real quick because if those, if the brain 
is uh, ha if there's some sort of interference between the interfusial muscle and the brain, right? Mm -hmm. We then brought in the bod. Okay, don't chew on the bod, Fagala. Um, which is sound frequency, you know, and you can wear this while Laura's working on you. Okay. And it does a reset on the neural network of the brain. So think about the part that's not firing because it recognizes your body recognizes that there's an interference and the sound frequency, which is based in drumming. We know that drumming heals the brain puts it in the theta state and does a reset on the neural network. The number one healing actually for 2022 is sound frequency. So I have a question then, cause like a couple of years ago, my knees stopped working. Uh, they wouldn't bend all the way. I don't know what happened. It's just suddenly they just stopped working. And so they've only been like halfway. And, you know, and I'm doing all these exercises and everything and going through all this pain, trying to, you know, make them bend in the range they used to. So is it possibly a neurological uh, signal that needs to be reestablished as opposed it could, to going through it could be. Kind of stress? It definitely could be. Um, have you had, has, have you gone to a doctor to have them look at it all or no? Have you? No, Basically, I just assumed, well, okay, maybe I'm not exercising enough. Right? And, that, and that very well could be, you know, like if you're not, if you're not doing it's enough movement and everything, movements, movement is very important to keep the joints lubricated and everything else. So like, if you're not doing enough movement, that can definitely um, cause some of it. Um, there are other things that can, that can cause restriction as well, whether it's, um, you know, like some people start to get arthritis, there's, you know, some of that could be a nutritional thing that might be able to help and all that. I know. And like, I, I, but I'm not saying that it still can't help. It can increase, it can, can increase motion for sure. Um, that is definitely a possibility. And that's one thing like I like to look at and analyze. And usually with the MAT, if it's not a structural thing, I will see the range of motion improve fairly quickly. Like, or you'll see some improvement if it is a structural, like, because like structure can change, you know, you get, there's people that get bone spurs or, you know, like bone buildup or whatever, there, there are structural changes that can happen that can cause limitation. Uh, so the MAT really does work with it if it's a muscular limitation. Um, but like I said, you will, you can tell pretty quickly if it's going to help increase that range or not, you know? So, um, is and, and, it, is and let it, me share like a couple stories though about MAT, um, one with you, one with someone else. Okay. So, um, my personal health journey, you know, over-medicated, um, you know, uh, I was misdiagnosed having bipolar and schizophrenia, but the, it really happened after I fell on the ice at work and I tore my rotator cuff and no one ever did a MRI or any scan or anything. And so that's how I tore my right rotator cuff and then overcompensating for the left one. And from all from that experience also ruined at that time not completely because it's back my levator scapula the levator scapula runs you know through the head underneath the uh, yeah like underneath the um shoulder uh, blade right laura through the neck it's yeah it's from the top of the shoulder blade up into the side of the neck yeah side Ooh. of the neck well but the pain went up to the top of the head <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, that's your traps and stuff. And usually, like like I said, it's usually not 
I mean, yeah, it, it, a lot of times it's more than just one muscle. So like that was probably a big part of the issue, the levator, but there's probably were a handful of other things that were contributing oh, to that as well. for sure. But what I want to say is that I walked around with that for 20 years. I couldn't use a hair dryer. I didn't blow dry my hair for, for that time because I wasn't strong enough to lift a hair dryer. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, needless to say, I don't even own one. So uh, <laughs> we just sleep and this is how it wakes up. Um, so, so here's this, ow, that's hurting me. Okay. So what happened was we, I used MAT and I used the bod while that person, that friend of mine was doing MAT and I haven't had a pain in my levator scalpeler, that area since 2017. We're in 2022. Mm. So now I also want to tell you going now to Laura, like Laura's magic is even bigger than that. And that's because, you know, like, so for instance, when I was during the move, Laura came to her house with her table and worked on both me and my husband, Andrew. And, um, you know, like I don't want to say like in seconds, but it feels like in seconds. Cause if you're dealing with pain for, for a long time and you can get rid of it, get the release, you're getting the release of the muscle. Like, you know, after a session, you know, we're talking about an hour, right? And don't get me wrong. Sometimes there's discomfort while you're doing it. I, I screamed at her, punched her a little bit. Just don't just leave the nose alone. She's got a cute nose. So don't hit her nose. So, <laughs> <laughs> you think they're funny. <laughs> so the point is that, you know, you can get relief and get balance and then the rest of the body, that's not where it stops. Right. Because then the rest of the body can start rejuvenating and healing. That's just the beginning. Right. Because if the, if the wires, if everything's wiring and firing together, could you let go of my glasses, please? <laughs> so if everything's wiring and firing together, now the rest of the body has the ability to do what it does best, which is an innate healing machine. It's a master healing machine. We just have to, my goal, this is where Laura and I are exactly alike, okay? She removes interferences. I remove interferences. She does it one way. She does one part of the body from one angle. I do it from another. I do it with toxins. I do it with energy healing. So I'm. And they're all, they all play a huge role. So that's the other thing too, is you have to understand, like, it's not, there are multiple pieces of the puzzle. So like, I might be getting through that muscular part, but the nutritional part, if you don't have the nutrients that your body needs, it's not gonna, it's not gonna fully heal, you know? So you need, you need that, that component, you need the emotional component. It all plays a role. You hold, you hold on to negative emotions or past events that had happened to you, you hold on to that, that's going to keep coming back to haunt you. Mm, yeah. yeah that, that's why I'm trying to really look at all the parts of my body that mm -hmm. are creating feelings of discomfort <laughs> and think of, of all the different ways that you just said about healing, you know, because you get the conventional thought where people say, Oh, just, you know, take some aspirin and the pain will go away. But I don't want to do that. I'm not going to, 
medicate the pain away for a few hours and have to take some more pills. No, because then that just creates more problems down the road. Yes, yes. You know, like you you keep taking, you know, a leave or, or ibuprofen and what that's doing to your organs is, yeah, you know, it's everything, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's that constant. So when you're when you're on medications constantly, I mean, you can fix anything. Like nature's put everything out there for us. Like nature like like nature has all the remedies that we need. It really does, you know? Yeah. And so if you're taking ibuprofen, if you're taking any type of synthetic over-the-counter medication and you want to learn more, you know, uh, call me, call Laura. Um, we have, you know, what the substitutes are in nature. Um, if you're on a, and that's for over-the-counter medication or that, you know, um, ow, Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Got her a little tension, a little blue. All right. Uh, and she likes that. Okay, whatever. So, um, so you know, if you have a headache, you can use frankincense or you can use peppermint or you can use lavender. So if you say, oh, well, I don't like the smell of lavender, we've got probably 10 different other plants for you. Here you go. So peppermint, yeah, if, if you were going to use peppermint to get rid of pain, would that be something you would inhale or because I, I wouldn't think peppermint candy would necessarily That's have the awesome pain. question. So when you first of all, when you inhale an oil and by the way, you're not getting your oils at, at the drugstore or any or any big box store. OK, because mm. you don't know how it's most of the time. They're not sourced properly. The plants aren't sourced properly or you get the plant. Let's say it is a good plant. It's, it's organic, but they use chemicals to for chemical extraction. You don't want that either. So call us because you don't want to go down the path and go, this doesn't work because it's, it's not that simple. It's actually really simple once you know how, but it's not simple until somebody tells you, and we're not discussing that today on the show, but call us. Okay. Um, and if you have a question, call into the show. Um, but the point being is to answer your question, you apply it topically to the palm of your hand. You rub both your hands together and you inhale. And because it gets into the brain, into the limbic system in 20 seconds, you will get relief. Okay. Wow. And it gets into the bloodstream in 30 seconds. Wow. 30 seconds, people. And faster with, than the drugs absolutely and the your body doesn't actually recognize drugs they don't recognize synthetics and so then mm. it gets stored in your fat cells okay mm. and then it manifests down the road as disease of some sort based Ooh. upon your genetic disposition your genetic profile wow. and i got a um, a text message yesterday from a uh, Kwame Sunhorse, um, mm -hmm. and who's uh, I met him through you, right? So great, yeah. great man. And the text that he said, and then we're gonna go back uh, because I just thought it was a, a great question. So Andrew and I both studied science-based nutrition, okay? And the question that he asked was, does our lifestyle matter more than our hereditary, our, our hereditary or our 
or jeans, basically. Mm. And the answer I said I would, to you is, I would say so. Our lifestyle is number one as to whether or not these uh, recessive genes get expressed. That's it. Yeah. You can live your entire life, have all the genes for Alzheimer's, the APOE4 gene, and never have Alzheimer's expressed if you're eating mm. based upon, you know, what's called science-based nutrition. And it's not that hard to figure out. It sounds mm -hmm. complicated because it's got the word science in it, but trust me, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, that's what I was thinking. You can have a trait for something, but if you don't trigger it, then it'll it'll never manifest. And you know, I, I know people who've had whole families that may have gotten cancer, but then everybody in the family smoked. <laughs> so the person who doesn't smoke and doesn't raise their children around smoke or, or have smoking in their environment, they're not going to have that happen to them because they're not doing the thing that triggers it. Right? Well, exactly. And um, there was something I was going to mention about that. Oh, yeah. So I have a, a close friend, family friend. I've known her since I was 11. And she's not of now of the age where her mom died, you know, of a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And so she's convinced that this will happen to her. And mm -hmm. I explained to her, and I've been explaining to her, you know, that doesn't have to be your outcome, right? Yeah. First of all, there's I'll... mindset. So this is actually a perfect segue, right, Laura, for what we're about to talk about. So yeah. one, uh, there's mindset. And we're going to talk about how the mind is so powerful. We do need to go to commercials. So I'm going to run a couple commercials, but I want to just tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how powerful your mind is, okay? And mm. so we already know about nutrition. <clears throat> so we talked about that a little bit. We touched on it and that genes won't be expressed. And just because you have a history of it doesn't mean that you're going to get it. But Laura and I are going to talk about mindset. That's and critical. Well, it's, it's, it got her dad out of the hospital. It changed his vitals oh, wow. while we were working on him energetically in the hospital. Wow. So yeah. if you're listening, you know, I know we have some people listening in who's watching. Uh, they're on, I'm, I've got my Facebook going here just so I can see who's watching live. If you have a health condition, Laura and I are going to talk to you about mindset and how you can actually shift your entire health condition with mindset. Change your mind. Change your mind, change your life. Ooh, all right. Okay, so I'm gonna run to commercial real quick. I'm gonna run uh, um, two that I'm gonna run. One, so Naima's on tomorrow. Uh, what's your title of your show tomorrow, Naima? Well, tomorrow we're, we're going to be talking about, uh, my, my co-host and I, Kareem Hamid, we're going to be talking about uh, someone who actually, they passed legislation to have a commemoration of his birthday on January 17th, which is Muhammad Ali, the boxer that everyone loved and, and has, has seen loved, the impact of his, mm -hmm. his uh, anti-war stance and uh, his global impact. Uh, even the the sport of boxing, but as a humanitarian, and what his life actually meant in terms of of 
changing a mindset about a global condition. Dance like uh, uh, fly like a butterfly, or dance like. Oh wait. Um, yeah, float like a butterfly. Float like, like a, a butterfly, bee. dance like a bee. So he was my father's <laughs> very, very favorite um, athlete. There wasn't a time yeah. that we didn't watch him. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I followed his life. He's amazing. Mm. So that's yeah. exciting. So I'm going to play your commercial. So tune in tomorrow morning. If you're on Central Time, it's 7 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock. The rest of you guys have to figure it out. Okay, so <laughs> as far as like the time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. And then for those of you, uh, it's uh, not till next Monday, but we have Zelda. Zelda Speaks, her Monday show. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. With a simple blood test and food plan, Susan Essentials will help your business, your family, and you eliminate toxins and create a step-by-step -step plan to nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Click here to learn more. Jo Jody Susan of Susan Essentials is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health. Trying to see some of that food you had up there. What's <laughs> what that? I was looking at some of that food you had laid out there on the table. Well, let's see what we got here. So we got uh... Susan Essentials is re-engineering what health looks like by leading you to the best wellness initiatives in the world. Start your coaching plan today and create a new paradigm of health. Click here to learn more. So it's interesting. So I have a longer commercial. It's uh, probably 60 seconds. And because all those, those, uh, those foods are on the table, um, I didn't, it wasn't intentional. We were filming and the idea was to 
kind of give people, not kind of, to give people an idea about what all these healthy foods look like, some of the brands. Yeah. Wasn't even thinking marketing. I wanted to add value. That thing went viral. Yeah. <laughs> I had like 10,000 views. Wow, wow. Yeah, that and I'm is- like, okay, thank you. And it's because it's all, it's, it's, it's really simple. It's because somebody caught it and saw that all the other, you know, labels were there, you know. Mm. So, oh yeah. Well, that there be yeah. Make sure we so create so, ways to benefit from that. You know, but but it, it, those are really some great pieces though, and and uh, I, I think that people when they start to think in terms of food as medicine, then you realize everything you eat, you are it becomes who you are. I mean, you are what you eat. So if you are putting things that have good vibrations, you know, grown the right way and, you know, um, high vibrating foods, then that does help heal your body. And if you're eating garbage, well, you know, you're going to feel it. Your body well, yeah, People don't even know so, that they're eating garbage, though. Do you like pancakes? Yeah, I bet you're going to tell me it's terrible, aren't you? No, no, yeah. no, hold on. Laura, do you like pancakes? I'm more of a waffle person. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's just more or less the, the difference so, in shape. But I think it's the same thing. It's, I feel like they're lighter. They're a little fluffier. Oh, okay. oh I, I love them both. I'm just not good at making waffles. Um, so here's what I'm going to say. It, over the history of time, uh, pancakes, waffles, they've been made with wheat. Mm-hmm. Right? And wheat right. Um, has been adulterated. Uh, meaning, you know, it's got glyphosate sprayed all over it. So it's pulling oh. all the minerals out of your body, making you feel fatigued. Oh, that's why I get so tired when I have a big stack of pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. However, I make the most amazing pancakes on the planet with cassava flour, which is tapioca starch. Wow. And I can make them really thin crepes, or I can make them big and fluffy. Oh, okay. So all right. Are my yeah. And so my point is that, and so I'm actually going to do a plug for myself for just a quick moment. Mm-hmm. I teach food as medicine, but I also, I'm not just giving you the science. I'm also telling you how easy it is to convert your current recipes just by some little tweaks, right? So that you can be eating healthy, still have the taste and the delish that you like, right? The wow. yum. They're like, oh my God. I mean, you should see the meals we make here. They are so mm-hmm. healthy. Hey, so healthy you know, everything is sold on the internet. You can figure out how to package it up and ship it. <laughs> I'll order something you can ship it on over here. I am so not doing it, Dolly, but I will give you the recipe. <laughs> I will give you the recipe. <clears throat> so my blog on my on Susan Essentials has a lot of my recipes. So, But mm. let's move to mindset. Loris, share about your dad. Talk about what happened. And um, it's 9.10, so we have to go to commercial at 9.30. And I want, because I really want to make sure that we get this story out because it's so critical, so I'm going to manage our time, okay? Yep. So go Um, ahead. So dad was, my dad was in the ICU um, for 17 days. So um, yeah, he... He was, you know, having breathing issues and everything else. And it was, it was severe. It was very severe. Um, it was a lot of up and down. Didn't, I, I had faith he was going to make it through, but it was very, it was, it was a very rough road. Okay. Um, and, uh, 
mean, there were a lot of things. There's a lot of things that played into it, including my sister and I smuggling nutrients and uh, vitamins and nutrients into his um, into his food. <laughs> his banana cake. So we made. We, you know, I was teaching Laura about dumping nutrients into whatever it is you got. And so what we do, we put in mushrooms, we ended up mushrooms, mushrooms into the, the banana in, cake. The mushroom powder into banana bread. Uh -huh. um, so it made banana bread, but we were also getting him after the banana bread was baked, I was dripping uh, vitamin D onto the onto the banana bread. So we were getting him like 50, uh, yeah, 50,000 IUs of vitamin D a day, um, which he wow. didn't know. Um, we... I mean, hopefully nobody comes knocks on my doors and arrests me, but uh, well, he's we better uh, out of the hospital and he's healthy. So I mean, no arresting yes. there. So we were. What uh, they will be doing, we, Laura, is knocking down our door for help. Yeah. So <laughs> so um, we had little juice shots that we were taking in that had um, zinc and quercetin in it. So he was getting zinc and quercetin every day. Um, so anyway, um, despite that, there was also, you know, a, a big part of it is you have to, you have to want to get out of there. You know, um, it's, uh, I mean, that was a big part of it. So in the beginning, we, you know, we started to see, see some things getting better, getting better. Um, I did, uh, so I do some cranial sacral work as well. And, um, Cranial sacral therapy works with, you know, the, the whole nervous system and like the healing of the nervous system. And there's a, there's a lot to that. So I, first of all, started doing, um, I was obviously praying a lot through this whole thing, but I was also trying to direct the energy to him and actually visualizing doing the cranial work on his body. Um, so I would actually, I did like a whole session and I would let him know that I, Hey dad, I worked on you or this and that, you know? Um, so we were able to talk, talk to him. He had his phone in there. Um, but nobody was able to go in and actually, my sister was able to go in and see him at the window. That was the closest that she could get to him, you know, um, uh, once a day. But, um, as he started to improve and everything, and he was able to start moving around and doing more, we also got, uh, we took an infrared light in there. Um, so we, we had infrared light that my sister took in and he was doing infrared light therapy on himself. Yeah. So there were a lot of things that we, he would have that on his chest for like hours of a day, you know, as he was, you know, starting to move. So we just kind of took these initiatives upon us to try to get him out of there and give, give the added because, you know, he was on oxygen, he was, you know, on high levels of oxygen. And then as he was slowly converting over, he was getting closer to being out of there. And, um, like, let me actually take a step back. Um, before that, you know, Jody was kind of teaching me how to get into, how to go into my dad's energy field. And she helped, she did it at one point, but she also teach, taught me how to do it. And like basically speaking to him on an energetic level. And, um, Jody actually spoke to him and basically, you know, she, she said that he has made the decision that he's going to, he's going to stick around and he's going to fight. And it was actually shortly after that she had, we had seen him take a turn for the better. Okay. So he started moving in the right direction. So may, fast may forwarding. I, let me pipe in just real quick. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Sorry, this is a tough story. It's a very emotional story for me. To it is. I'm going to let you take a breath so you can, because I understand. I get it. So, um, and I, and I want to talk what happened to me. So first I was doing a lot of the energy work on her dad mm -hmm. and I got wiped out 
and Laura called me and she needed help. I said, Laura, I can't, honey. I said, I can't do it anymore. I'm exhausted. And so this was a, a learning for both Laura and I. And the lesson was to us, you can't want health for someone more. And they want it for themselves. They want it for themselves. Yeah. And that's because I was wiped out because what was happening, I'm going in trying to help and his energy is pushing me away, right? Pushing me away because he doesn't want this. So had he been kind of conditioned of the mindset of, oh, well, this must be my, these are my final days. I mean, had this is my fate. Sort of, Actually, yeah. the bigger one was, I think I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. Mm. And so um, evidenced by the fact that he did permission. Laura, to speak about yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. Evidence. We had we have George's permission to speak as yeah. well. Yeah, so. I talked to my dad. He said, my dad told me that we have permission because he thinks it's a miracle anyway. So, mm. so yeah. he didn't he didn't feel lovable. And so I my energy's coming in and he's blocking it. I'm getting wiped out and I'm exhausted on the point of tears. And so I'm like, Laura, mm -hmm. I can't do it. You know, I can't. And I didn't know why. Cause you know, like I'm always a student. And so then it, when I finally was able to get sleep and let my body rejuvenate, I, I, I said to Laura, I said, he's got to want this. He's really got to want this. And he's got to want it more than we want it for him. And so then I went in and I, I didn't, I started asking him questions. I said, George, do you want to live? He said, yeah. I said, do you know that you have to be responsible for your life? When you want to live, we can't do it for you. Okay, he gets it. And there was a series of questions that I asked him energetically for him to understand that he had this. It was his choice in the matter. He can have life. He can have love. He could have health. He just had to want it bad enough to make the changes. And then as this is happening, it shifts. The numbers, the vitals are changing. Yeah, he got, he definitely shifted. That was like, that was the first, that was probably the first shift that he took. And then um, as, as it kind of kept going and he was getting better, he was making improvements. I felt like he hit a wall again and we thought he was going to be getting out soon of ICU and, um, uh, it was just like, it, it was, I was driving home and I actually called my dad and I was like, I'm talking to him. And I just go, all of a sudden it just like came to him. I'm like, dad, what are you afraid of? Like, I literally asked him this question. I'm like, what are you afraid of? Because it was like, he had kind of hit this wall and I just got this feeling like he, he was afraid to leave there. And crazy story. I pull into my garage. I'm on the phone with my dad and I get, see a text message come in from Jody. And she goes, Laura, go into your dad's energy field and ask him what he's afraid of. <laughs> like, I literally get this text message as I'm on the phone with my dad asking him what he's afraid of. And I'm just wow. like, oh my gosh. So my dad, the nurses came in, nurses came in and he's like, hey, I got to go. I'll call you back. Um, so he hung up. I called Jody. I go, you're not going to believe that text message you just sent me. I was just on the phone with my dad asking him what he was afraid of. And she starts laughing. <laughs> mm, I mean, we can laugh wow. at this point because like, right. oh my gosh. Right. 
So I'm talking to Jody about it. She's like, it's amazing. And my dad starts calling back and Jody's like, Hey, can you merge us in on the calls? And I'm like, absolutely. So I answer my dad. I'm like, dad, Hey, Jody wants to talk to you on the phone. Um, I'm going to merge us in. He's like, okay. So Jody gets on and Jody starts talking to my dad. And at this point, like now we are actually having my dad, Jody has my dad do the grounding work. And she said, we'll hold energy. And she tells him that he needs to take responsibility. He needs to use his words and ask for help. So she walked him through grounding himself, thinking like as if he's a, like his, there's roots growing out of his feet, like a tree. And then, um, and then pulling up into heaven and everything. And she walked him through this and he did this for himself. Like he visualized, he did this for himself, like something that I would never see my dad doing necessarily. Um, that was the turning point. He got out of ICU. I want to say two days later, a day or two later. Um, but that, after that conversation, um, the rest of the day, my dad kept thanking me. Wow. He kept thanking me for, um, he kept thanking me for that, that it really helped him so much. And he said he continued to do that throughout the day. He, he did it again and again. He kept rooting and grounding and asking for, for the help, the guidance, the strength to get through, you know, all of that. Um, and, uh, so that was, that was a huge, I mean, a huge turning point. I can't even tell you how many times he wow. thanked me that day. Um, so then later that day after I got off, I'm like, there's, there's something missing. So he was having some AFib as well. So there was the oxygen issue. And then um, he was having some AFib with his heart. And I just like, it was later in the day. So I didn't talk to him that night. Um, but I'm like, I need to talk to him. My dad would never say, I love you to us mm-hmm. on the phone. He would say, yeah, me too. Like those were the words he would use. He would never say, I love you. And um, so then the next morning, I remember like we were talking and trying to see like they still had him in ICU. Um, and I talked to him like he called me in the morning. I was talking to my sister about that whole thing. And my dad calls and I was like, I'm like, are your ears ringing? I'm like, OK, so I'm like, so, dad, I'm like, I need to talk to you about something. I'm like, you're eight. I'm like, we need to affect uh, like I go, you never say I love you to us, not to my mom, not to any of us, I go, I goes, and I go, I know it's because you think that people just throw those words around. I said, obviously we love you. Everything that we've been doing for you, everything that, you know, through this whole thing, we love you. You love us. We, we know. I'm like, you need to, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, this and that, and he making excuses. And then by the end, I'm like, you have to, you have to come to grips with this dad. I'm like, I think this is part of the AFib that you're having. Like you have to accept this. So he finally, by the end of that conversation, he got it. He totally understood it. I'm like, dad, whatever it is, whatever it goes back to, I don't know if it goes back to your parents. I don't know if it goes back to whatever, but so he, um, so he accepted and like, actually that was the first time he said, I love you. And after that, he now says it all the time. So he, wow. he kind of had a breakthrough there. He got out of the hospital the next day. Wow. And not only out of ICU, he came home. So he went from from ICU home. Um, so that was, it was amazing. Um, he is now just over two Sunday was two weeks out. Um, yesterday he was walking around the house off of oxygen for the first time, like 
for most of the day. Um, you know, he's still monitoring and he would have to put it on every once in a while, but he was, um, he's exercising. He's doing amazing. He's down at my sister's, um, in Tennessee now just kind of recovering because it's an easier house and the weather's better than up in Wisconsin. Um, they do have, they, they'll go down to Florida as well after this, but um, we couldn't keep him up in Wisconsin just because the, you know, the weather and trying to get him to doctors and their house was not ideal for that. So we got him, we literally, he got out of ICU on Sunday. We drove, we got him in the car with an oxygen tank and drove him to Tennessee, um, uh, to Nashville, Tennessee on uh, Monday. So literally the next day we loaded up the car and got them out of there. Um, so he's doing amazing. Um since then, uh, he's still been working on all the rooting and everything. He's told me stories about how, I mean, the amount of awakening, this spiritual, has been a huge spiritual awakening for him. Um, he told me the other day about how when he laid back down after going to the bathroom in the morning, he laid back down and he saw his dad and my two aunts and um, I don't know, Jody, I don't even know if I told you this story, um, but he saw um, them, they were surrounded by a light. He actually basically told them that it, this was, he had a conversation with my grandpa. Um, wow. My dad has, my dad has all these um, tools of my grandpa's in the garage. You know, my grandpa was like, did construction and all of that. And he basically told told my grandpa that it was time for him to move on. He said, thank you for everything you taught me. I passed it on to my son because my brother also does construction and building and all of that. And he goes, but it's time I need to get rid of all the tools and everything else. So he's, and he said, thank you to him and said, it's time for me to move on, you know, for things. So it's just amazing. Like the things that he and where he's come through this whole thing. And I think the inner strength that it's given him. And, and, and that's me, why he's coming let me through this. Bring people back though to towards the beginning before he was in the hospital. So Laura and I and his and uh, Laura's mom Anne, we were all and and, uh, and her sister Maria were all working you know around the clock to help him. And you know how? Um, let me just back up. How I became an energy healer is because it chose me. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you wake up in the second grade and say. Oh, I want to grow up and be an energy healer. <laughs> so, you know, Andrew and I, um, when we came together, we were being spiritually attacked. We had to figure out how to ward off that. Um, we were being spiritually attacked uh, because both of us are healers. And I think that the dark side knows that we're really here to help humanity and they're not interested in us doing that. Right. So I have a question, uh, energetically then why do the words, I love you create a different energy that is healing to a person who may have been too repressed emotionally to say it. So we're going to, we're going to talk, we let's talk about that and we'll, we'll bring that right back. How do the, what's the power behind the words? I love you and the attach. Okay. We'll, we'll get right to that. So what happened was, is that, um, I was able with Andrew to ascertain who of his ancestors was energetically attacking him. So then I learned through that, passed that on to Laura and her father and their family, because what happened was George's father 
was coming in and he wanted he wanted George up with him. And I'm mm. like, so he's like um, interfering, right? So what does Laura, what do Laura and I do? We remove interferences. And mm. George's father was interfering with his health. And so mm. I taught George. I also think, yeah, I also ahead. think that was a big part of my dad holding, like having those ties and not being able to let go as well. You know, like, I think that, I think it was a combination for sure. And yeah. I do agree with you that, yeah. And so there's Maybe lessons. He with his father instead of still, you know, living out his time here, you know, right. because kind of that, you know, that, that happens a lot of times when someone close to you passes on. And, you know, you're still tied to them energetically, which is why a lot of times in couples, one will go and then the other one will follow. And so unless you, like you've shown, unless you make the decision, no, I'm going to stay here. It's very easy to start transitioning or start, your body starts shutting down as if, you know, you're ready to transition unless you energetically make the decision that you're going to stay. And Vieta says, beautiful process of awakening to love. Now fly First, love First. yourself. <laughs> totally agree, Vieta. Thank you for that. Yeah. And and then, Naima, I want to go to your question about the power between I love you. And I got a download just as I completed the story about George, George and his dad. Mm-hmm. Laura, I believe, believe George learned from your grandfather, his dad, the behavior of not saying, I love you. And he, your dad has so much love, so much love. It's amazing. And so he was repressed. That's a real common man thing, isn't it? For those generations, it certainly was. And so that's what I just heard. I'll give you a little more story to that. When my dad, actually the day he got out of the, the day he got out of the hospital, um, because I didn't know where it went back to, but actually he, when he had me one-on-one at one point, he told me, he goes, he goes, I don't, I don't want you to take this personally or anything, but it went back to when I broke up with an ex of mine that I had dated for like seven years. And he said, he remembers laying on the couch and thinking, well, I guess those words mean nothing. And it was so interesting. And I told him, I'm like, I'm glad you told me that. And I, like, I think that could have been part of it, but there, there very well could have been, obviously, I think there was stuff that, stem from grandpa too because i could totally i could totally I, see I that think that's when he learned to reinforce so so it's a yes and that's where yeah. he learned to reinforce Reinforced. the message from grandpa from his yeah. father because it doesn't start with it never starts with someone you meet out here it always starts always starts back and and that's and that's where i was at with it too but i was so glad that he even told me that because i think that was another thing that you know there was there was issues there but like the fact that he's even telling me all of this stuff is huge you know and i was like i'm not i'm like thank you for telling me like i'm glad you told me that you know and you know it's like he goes i know that you're you weren't supposed to be with him and this and that now but like it's just it, you know, there is emotional baggage that comes along with all of that stuff. You know, it was a tough time. It was a tough time in our relationship at one point. That whole breakup with my ex was tough on my whole family. And there was a lot that happened through that. So oh, the you're fact saying that it was he, your breakup, not his breakup. It was my breakup. But was he attached to that person that you were with? Was that somebody mm-hmm. he wanted you to marry and all yeah. that? Yeah, oh. absolutely. Oh, so, I want to tell you, I think... 
So your father's heart was broken. Yeah. So, and you know, so that was all part of it, but it's, yeah, you know, I get glad. that. I hear that. Your, your dad's heart was broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Wow. Yeah, I get that. So it just, it's, it, it was amazing though that he, he, cause he had so much time to think and he, he reflected on so much and I'm so glad that he, I told him, I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not at all upset about this. I'm glad that you told me like, I, you know, I mean, I go, trust me, there was a lot of learning I had through that whole process. You know, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it's pretty amazing. Like, like being able to take and learn from all the experiences and learn from it's it's amazing how much that stuff can affect your body and hold on to it and create disease and everything else right and which goes back to mindset because well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna own this so i did the 10-year photo you know where the before and after and so the before picture of course i was like 234 235 pounds and I showed a picture that was just taken maybe 35 days ago. And I looked pretty good. But within that 35 days, I probably gained about 15 pounds. Oh, wow. More stress? Yeah. yeah. And so what I want to explain to you guys, and, you know, like I don't ever, I, I'm not mad like that I gained 15 pounds. I'm kind of mad. But, you know... <laughs> but you know we i went through i don't usually use this word lightly actually ever i mean i went through trauma the last uh since since that picture was taken i went through trauma or in naima you know this laura you know this all of our belongings basically were hijacked and were being um extorted for money to get it back and you know, we're working on finding a less extortionist way to get of all of our lifelong belongings back. But it's emotionally um, traumatic. It is traumatizing. And it's, you know, at first you're like, well, okay, I don't really need the couch. I don't need this stuff. It's all replaceable. And yeah, it is replaceable. Um, The stuff that my mom made me, the needlepoint, that's not replaceable. Right. Um, but here's also what happened. So forget the fits, forget the cost, forget the couch or whatever pictures or whatever. It's really not it. What was it for me? It goes again back to mindset. I was being powered over by some person who I don't even know who we gave, we handed over all of our stuff to. I was being powered over. It shifted my mindset into depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so power over you. Yeah. And people power over you. And so, um, and I felt helpless for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I had to really process. I had to process my 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 mindset because I always talk about mindset. Well, they gave me a lesson. <laughs> wow, there's a lesson in everything. Uh, well, you know, I, I got a question. I you got to take the last break. But when oh, we come yeah. back from the break, uh, I want to ask about the whole heartbreak situation. How how maybe a breakup or something can 
affect you so badly physically that you can start manifesting physical ailments and even have something like heart disease affect you because energetically you have a broken heart. That's a great question. Why don't we run a couple of quick commercials and um, we'll come back to that. That's a great question. Just 935. So um, let's see. I'm going to do a blog talk one. So Vieta uh, Robinson is on Fridays and Sundays. She's your holistic health coach. And Vieta... Uh, if I find her commercial here, <laughs> she is, promo. it's under promo. Thank you. So mm. she is a wealth of information. And I think that she's, I found it. I can hit it. I can hit it if you want. Go ahead. Yeah. She's, she's amazing. And she's fierce. Like she's got this. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Purpose Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom. So we have um, a couple callers. We have 847-220 and 312-671. So we're going to take uh, 847-220 first, and then we're going to take 312-671, and then we're going to um, come back to Naima's question. So, and I'm cheating here, just so you know. Andrew Calhoun, <laughs> you are on the air. <laughs> good, good. Hey, thanks for having me on the air. Um, I wanted to... Uh, I've been fascinated with learning more about MIT and actually being a recipient of it uh, with Laura. Uh, one was in person where she came to our house and, and she worked on me on, on a table, um, like a massage or a um, chiropractic table would look like. But that's, uh, and that was effective for sure. But what was really shocking to me and, and amazing was when she did that when I'm living in Georgia and she's living in Illinois. She did it energetically. Mm. Um, it was amazing because I had this horrible pain. I had come from the gym. I thought I just lifted one weight too many, but it was really more of a nerve pain, energetic pain. And I, I couldn't move my neck. Uh, it hurt incredibly bad. And Jody said, why don't you just call Laura, see if she can, she's tuning in her, and she's getting better at being able to do remote healing. I said, really? I said, okay, I'll, I'll try this. So for sure, I called her up. She worked with me and at 15 minutes or so, and then the pain was almost entirely gone. Amazing, amazing experience. Laura, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, so I kind of focus, um, when I do that, I'm looking more from like the cranial, the cranial sacral side of things and that uh, working with the nervous system and 
kind of just directing the energy into that area um, to, and it is, it's interesting because when I was working on him, I was getting releases. I could, I could feel the releases happening from yes, the, right? like the shaking, you can feel the, the energetic. Path. Yeah. And the energy. Well, what I would feel, it's like, you can feel like almost like a shaking happening. Like, yeah. cause it, like I'll hold that energy around that area. Like I'll visualize that I'm working on that area with the hands and like, it's the, re- you can feel the energy releasing out of the tissue. Like it's almost like a shaking that happens in between. So that was really, it was fascinating. It That's was, what was I get too, by the way. That's what I yeah. get too. So when I'm it's, clearing someone's energy, I feel, I call it an energy burst, but it's, it is a shaky. And then it almost goes right out of my body, indicating it's going out of their body. Yeah. Now, is this a form of Reiki, or is Reiki a form of energy healing? I mean, it's all it's all one and the same. You can oh, you okay. can call it what you want. You know, cranial therapy, energy healing, Reiki. Um, I believe it all works in the same way. Like, yeah, I, I do too. And I'm actually getting trained on Reiki just um, I'm not, just so I can have the te- uh, just so I can have the verbiage. The uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's you're you're clearing, you're clearing negative energy. You're opening the, you're letting the fluids move through the body properly. You're between energy. Cranial works a lot with the nervous system and moving fluid through the body. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all, it's all working with the body. It's, it, it's yeah, it's it's yeah, it's all intention. A lot of it's intention. You know, as long as that it's that intention to heal, and that's what a lot of it is. Um, uh, it's it is it is really fascinating. I mean, there's definitely you, uh, you hear of frequency healing. It's uh, like there's machines that do frequency based healing, and we are machines. We are energy, and we are frequency, right? So if you're sending those frequencies out. Yeah, Keely. I mean, that's exactly it. There's so many different things out there that and can right. and, and like and, and there's like like there there it's almost endless how many this is just I call this one healing for dummies because you press and go, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other bot is also healing for dummies, quite frankly. Um, there's so many, you know, uh, more sophisticated um, sophisticated uh, approaches to frequency healing. But mm-hmm. really, it's supposed to be self-care, right? Mm-hmm. We want you to go to Laura when you can't do it on your own. We want you to go to the doctor, like a chiropractor, when you can't do it on your own. But there should be less visits, right? So that mm-hmm. you should be able to maintain your body. But we just need to teach you how to do that. You know, that's, no. you know go ahead. One other question, which I probably have asked this before, but you have the mindset of the traditional medical industry, which is chemically based, you know, what, what chemicals can we give your body to change the symptoms of your illness? And then there's the, the energy healing way of thinking, understanding we're all energy. If we can change the energy, we can, uh, work with your thought, your intention, and, and and get to the root cause of why your body is physically manifesting the energy uh, of your spirit, so to speak. Is there a way that those two can ever come together or that if the medical industry can ever understand and begin to teach that 
healing starts with the energy body. How, in your opinion, how long will it take for the traditional medical industry that is based on finding a chemical to address the the chemical change in your body? How long will it take for that industry to, to catch up to the understanding? Well, I that think it's already happening. I think it's I think happening. we're shifting. What? Mm-hmm. You agree? I think we're shifting. Yeah, so I want yeah. to tell you that when I um, was, was started my healing journey in 2013, my doctor was getting out of the industry. Because she decided mm-hmm. yoga was more powerful than that medication. She saw wow. what it did to my body. She was an MD. Mm. My dad, my dad is down in Tennessee right now. My sister has a, um, a concierge doctor, so he only takes cash. He doesn't take any insurance. He's an MD. Mm. Um, they're doing alternative treatments, like they're doing NAD, uh, IV. So it, it's it's, and they're doing like immune drips, and they're doing ozone therapy. Wow. Um, so that's what they're doing on my dad right now to also help him speed up his recovery. Um, and well, he's doing amazing. Yeah, and look at so this sense. is an MD that's going down that path. And there, and there's, um, I found a group of doctors up in Wisconsin that their goal is to, they, they only take cash as well. That's the problem is they, when doctors decide to do this path, they can't, they can't deal with insurance anymore. Right. So when you look at aiming clinics, so they're based out of California and they have like 10, I think 10 uh, clinics around the country and growing aiming clinics. They are integrative, right? So you, I mean, mm-hmm. they're not saying no to a drug. Okay. Right. But like they're leaning and have been leaning for a decade towards doing the scan, knowing exactly what part of the brain is overperforming and underperforming and what nutrient will help heal the body, heal that part of the brain. They know the exact specific nutrient for that part of the brain that helps that brain, like the basal ganglia, if it's overactive, you're not so much fun to be around. But vitamin D and GABA, you know, things like that are going to make a huge difference. And so it's been happening. It's been happening for years. It's just slow. That's it. Well, I think the insurance issue is is the thing that, that, is affecting it. So I guess that means the next step is for us to create an insurance company that will honor holistic healing modalities. So that I think, we're gonna, I think we may move out of the insurance industry altogether. Yeah, that's what I think. That really is the next thing. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to, you know, it's, it's going to, this is going to be a process I'd say over the next five to 10 years, but we're going to be moving into energy healing and the pharmaceutical companies will be going away. Yeah. I, that's, I, my, I, that's my theory. Yeah. Well, and I and I'll just say that because I believe that's what needs to happen. We need to focus on healing people, not just. And it's going to be. I mean, doctors are great at like at like emergency medicine. Mm -hmm. Okay, but when it comes to health, when it comes to actually like healthcare, they're not. They're not making people healthier. They're making people sicker. Yeah, and yeah. they're not trained in it. So yeah, and I want to yeah. just bring out a really important fact. This is because um, I, I worked for a doctor's office for several years, a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, guys. It costs money to process the insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that doctor who goes cash pay can actually serve 
Laura, if you're the patient, can serve Laura more effectively, more cost effectively. He doesn't have to charge Laura as much because he doesn't have to pay somebody else to do all the paperwork and submissions and this and that. Right. So it's yeah. cheaper for everybody all around. Insurance is really another mindset. Yeah. Okay. That somebody, it's a way to enable a person to go to someone else. Okay. For all their health concerns. Yes. Rather than being responsible for their own health needs. It's, it's massive enablement. Yeah, <laughs> so, it so, is. but yeah. before we, I want to also say this. So, um, I messed up my neck last night or yesterday and, um, and I'm usually pretty good, but, um, we just had some stuff coming down. So I called Laura. <laughs> of course, I also got in the tub. By the way, I was in the tub when you were working on me. <laughs> Spirit is Laura here. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm fine now. So I was, I was, and I, and I'm, I'm really pretty good with my body, but I, I really just messed things up yesterday. And I said, Laura, I hate to ask, you know, can you help me? And you can really feel the releases. And I want to tell you, mm -hmm. this is not uncommon what she's doing. It's uncommon that she did it and figured it out so fast like this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She, she, she basically took it upon herself to figure this out. But I'm going to tell you that I worked with a doctor in Libertyville, a chiropractor who does a lot of energy work. He was my mentor and it was Ooh. in 2018. I don't remember what I called him for, um, but he was busy. So instead of like me coming in because he was out with his family, all of a sudden I see my, my hands are no longer my own. Right. And I'm doing wow. like this. <laughs> wow. Whatever my issue was, was gone. I'm like, damn. Wow. <laughs> So, so that really is the wave of the future, remote healing mm -hmm. and no more insurance mm -hmm. because we can just do it person to person. Yeah. Cut out all the, the middle people that are unnecessarily just healer and patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and I, think so we're, I think we're definitely seeing that shift. It's going that way for sure. Yeah. And we well, have take some time. healers yeah. in our community, you know, uh, we really, really do. And they're all healers in their own right. You know, Lindsay uh, Shifley, who was on the show, um, she, you know, she's a chef and she understands the healing power of food. We have Kieran Kawashima, um, who eventually she'll, eventually she will be on the show. Um, uh, she's an amazing energy healer, highly trained, um, I think for a couple of decades, right, Laura? Yeah, I, I don't even know. She's amazing, though. She's yeah. yeah, she's absolutely amazing. So Laura and I are grateful, and I'll just say Laura's grateful because I know <laughs> <laughs> to be surrounded by amazing healers, amazing people, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. we're and 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 um and actually, Naima, and you're a healer too because you have amazing um, wisdom and listening skills and your wisdom um is healing like you know it's more like on the therapy side right i mean you know but i suspect once you i i well i suspect there'll be some changes for you mm, interesting 
not going in right now. So. so you were talking about the heartbreak thing, and and can could someone? Oh, we yeah. Actually, we have two more thing. people asking a question. Do we want to want to take the color first, or do we want to go to the heartbreak? What do you want? Uh, we can take the color. Okay. Uh, and before we hang up on Andrew, Andrew, did you have any other question before we uh, cut your mic? No, you've only got uh, 10 minutes left, so go ahead and uh, I'll keep listening. All right, Dolly. Okay, so 312671, we're bringing you on. And who's calling? And what's your question? Waylon Yashalone. Yes, I'm late from Minister Robert Floyd Trump. is calling from Chicago. And I would like for uh, Brother Andrew to. Uh, call me a day later, and I want to know. My question is: Did you know that healing uh, equals to twenty-three, just like the female solution equals to twenty-three? And I would like to community form. I'm not frozen. <laughs> no, you're not frozen. Yeah, I think you're not frozen. Oh, okay. Jody, oh, you're frozen you know what? We just lost blog talk. We just lost oh, blog talk. Oh. Do you want to see if you can? Let me see if mine is. Okay, mine is still up, but you're oh, okay. So let me open. Oh, I can do continue. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, are you back? Yeah, hit continue in, in your, your phone. So, 312671. Can you hear me? It says host is disconnected. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Let me hit continue and see if it will uh -huh. reconnect. We made it through most of the show. Only seven minutes left uh -huh. to go before we. Uh, <laughs> So let's talk about the heart. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, because you know, uh, I've had times in my life where um, you know I've been going through a, a difficult relationship situation, and it seemed like it would manifest physically in my body. And and then I've I've heard of people who, you know, maybe after a divorce or a breakup, you know, they get something like congestive heart failure and die. So uh, is, is that something that actually can happen energetically? If you have had a, a challenging end to a relationship that has been emotionally distressing, can it affect you physically to the point where it could, you know, take you out of here? I mean, have you absolutely. ever seen like that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was letting you answer first, but I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. So our look, um, what we think of most is what we will create in our life. So mm. I cannot implore, if there's one message actually that I want to send and that I learned with Laura, with her dad, with her mom, with her sister, is that our thoughts are powerful. Mm. And 
George really turned his life around. His physical well-being, he turned around and we watched it happen in minutes because there were vitals wow. were measured. And now I'm going to yeah, go back to, to the year 2015 when I was first watched the docuseries, The Truth About Cancer, where they said, you can eat all the organic food that you want, but if you don't take care of what's going on between your ears, meaning Ooh. your emotional well-being, yes. it doesn't matter. Wow. So wow. it just doesn't matter. And so that's why you know, I teach, like I'm teaching a lot of psychologists about how to protect their energy, how to clear their energy. And then I'm going to tell you, and I, I really push this on them and they got, they got it about using essential oils. Cause you asked what about getting that headache and using peppermint or lavender or what have you. We have a line of essential oils that are just dedicated to emotional well-being. So if you can get rid of your anger in 20 seconds, wow. if you can get rid of your grief in 20 seconds, if you can bring in peace in 20 seconds, that allows you to start from heart, shift your energy, which allows you to shift your mindset. That's where your life is going to be saved. Wow. And by the way, we can't save your life. You have to save your life. You have to save your own life. Mm -hmm. Saving our own life. Mm -hmm. yes. You have to be responsible and take on the ownership that you are fully responsible for your own life. You can't blame people for what's happening. You only look mm -hmm. at you. And when you change you, when you change your mindset, I'm not saying you're not perfect. God made you perfect. But you kind of messed up a few things up here along the way. We all did. So, by the way, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When you fix that, then everything else will follow. Mm -hmm. Laura, talk, how can people get in touch with you? Um, they can get, get in touch with me through either email or, or phone. Um, so, uh, my email is Laura, L-A-U-R-A at the body tech, H-E-B-O-D-Y-T-E-K.com. So I'm going to put that email address, um, in the chat. Um, <laughs> if I can get my computer to work, hold on. <laughs> So actually, I have another way to make that happen. So, because um, I have your email address in here. So best that they just, um, um, does she have a message? Is that why she's a, uh, um, here we go. So copy address, we're copying the address. Okay. So anybody who wants to get um, a in touch with Laura, let me just do this, Laura. Go ahead, Laura, thank you. Laura Mann. Um, you know, you can email Laura at, uh, here we go, one second. 
Laura yep. Lorman, Laura at thebodytech.com, B O D Y T E K.com. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, Andrew uh, says, Thank you, Laura. You are a gift to others all day long. Yes, definitely. <laughs> And, and Laura's like, you know, Laura's got an amazing mindset. I'll just say this, you know, she, uh, um, she teaches me daily, you know, about letting go really about letting, letting go of expectations. Right. So, yeah. Um, but reach out to Laura if you want to have muscle activation technique done, cranial, uh, sacral therapy. Did I say that right? And, um, some, and, and if you want to reach out to Fagala, <laughs> you're going to have to follow Fagala? her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, and here's the thing. I mean, Laura, I don't know. You know, I think it's, oh, I'm just going to do this to you. Sorry. Time to reach out to Laura if you want to have remote healing done. <laughs> so anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, if you need remote healing done, I'm putting her up for sale. <laughs> Sorry, Laura, didn't ask for permission. Oh, um, it's a new skill, Mike. What? I said it's a new skill. It is a new skill. I'm endorsing your skill. Andrew's endorsing your skill. Your father, I don't know. He's out of the prison house. So. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think that, like, if you've got someone who's in the hospital and you want to help them get relief, we're not making a promise, but we are making a, a commitment. You know, we can help out. We can help if they're opening to listening. And we'll know. We can ask first to see. She's got a message. What's the Okay, hold on. She's fighting. What, what's the message? Got it. She wants to send her message. She says, everyone, this is, she says, this is a very difficult time, difficult energy, and that everybody needs to start with heart. Remember to start with heart. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to say? No, that was it. She stopped biting me. Like, Get it in before the show ends. Okay. Yeah. I think our, our blog talk audience has, has gone at the top of the hour. Yeah, I, I'm so grateful to have uh, been a part of this show, and I'm, I'm I'm feeling so energized. And after watching all those water skiing, <laughs> I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna go out and do some exercise. I'm, it was I'm, great meeting you today. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you again. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, and we had a lot of activity on our Podbean too. It looks like. Uh, thank you. Uh, we've got Bobby. We've got um, Echo. Thank you for joining our show. Um, Justy, um, thank you for liking our show. Thank you, Vieta Robinson. Uh, thank you, Zelda uh, Robinson. Um, sisters from a different mister. <laughs> um, thank you, Andrew Calhoun. And, um, yeah. And any other listeners that we, we didn't know about, I think we've got, uh, who else do we have here in the live chat? We had, uh, Jamie Zahn. Thank you for watching. And, um, let me see who else is here. Uh, we had some other people watching earlier, but we are grateful for 
your time and I'm going to run the ending. I know Laura's going to work and I got a call coming in in about a minute. So, um, thank you. And I'm grateful Bye. that you have shared your story and your gifts with the world. And I really encourage you guys, if, if you just need to get in touch with Laura and you didn't catch this email and you don't want to listen to the whole show or whatever, just, you guys know how to get in touch with me. Um, it's 847-738-0242. Leave a comment in the chat on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're listening, LinkedIn, and then I'll get you in contact with Laura. All right? And I'm going to run the uh, the ending here. And so we can't run ending on Block Talk because that's gone, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. It, yeah, you, you, I think your phone connection is gone, so... Okay. But you can run one of your commercials if you like. Hey, no, I'm going to run the ending. We're all good. Just here, I'll watch. All right.